0: And uh. Live at the Roxy on this Friday. This Friday, that is the day or like 12 hours after the last episode of season two of The Mandalorian dropped. And here's what I'll say to you guys right off the top these need to be the first words coming out of my mouth on the show today. If you give spoilers in the chat today on Mandalorian season two, Episode 8, Chapter 16, then you will be thrown out from here so fucking fast. I see Jake Yakoveta in here. I know he's got them quick fingers. He will make sure that you guys are gone. We are not starting the show with spoilers. We will eventually get to spoilers. But if you're the dickhole who ends up spoiling the finale of Mandalorian on this show here at Live at the Roxy then you are a D-bag extreme and we simply will not stand for that because we're rock stars, baby. We don't spoil shit for each other, but we will be talking about that. We're going to do non-spoilers on that. We're going to do spoilers on that. And I've got a ton of other stuff that is happening in the world today. I want to talk a little bit about the Pfizer vaccine. Anytime I say the word Pfizer on this show, YouTube demonetizes me. It's so fucking weird, but here we go, YouTube. I don't give a fuck about you guys because I got my rock stars. I don't need you. Well, I do need YouTube, but I don't need your Add money for not saying Pfizer, you freaks. Uh, So I want to talk a little bit about Pfizer because they are starting to distribute to notable people. Who are notable people? Well, we will talk about that in a minute on this show. Also some stuff going on in the world of entertainment. Uh, (laughs) Heather Morris does some weird things on social media. And she called a Glee fan offensive over a post they made about Mark Salling. Ah, uh, I didn't want to touch this one with a 10-foot pole, but usually the ones that I don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole are the ones that make interesting stories on here. So we will be talking about what happened in that situation. Don't worry, I'll walk you guys through it. And then also, Twitter, this is probably the craziest news I've said in a long time, is doing one of the most wild things. They are testing one of the most wild things I have ever seen. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet or if you saw this story, I read it on Mashable, I can not believe it. Twitter is testing humanization prompts to reduce toxic replies. Do you know what that means? Well, I will explain and break down what a humanization prompt is. Oh, I just pulled on my earrings so hard. What a humanization prompt is. I finger quoted too hard. I finger quoted right into my ear. That sounds weird. Whatever. We will talk all about that and so much more on the show today. Plus anything you guys have going on in the stream labs, in the super chat, and I have an unboxing to do. So it is a jam-packed show. Also, after the show ends, I'm going to see probably the last apartment complex I'm going to see. I'm down between one place that I already saw and loved and this last place that looks great on paper, but I got to see it in person and probably by tomorrow or very, very soon, I will know exactly where I'm going to be living, so that's exciting too. Just try to keep in good spirits for the end of this year, this year that has been the bumhole of all years, and I don't mean bumhole in a good way. I mean that awful, burning, horrible bumhole kind of way. Why is the bumhole burning? Well, you guys probably don't have irritable bowel syndrome if you don't know what I'm talking about, or lack of bowels Mmm, this took a weird turn. It took a weird turn. And that's how a cookie crumbles. Took a weird turn. And now she's writing a song about the weird turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake Yacoveta in here is reminding me to pin the Streamlabs link to the chat. But I don't see that you put it in here yet, Jake. If you did, could you put it one more time so I can try to pin it? Sorry, I'm scrolling through, but I do not see it. So I do not know how to do it. Or do I have to write it? Do I write it or do you write it? It's a whole new thing. Jake's always teaching me about the new things coming on the interwebs. That sounded weird too. It truly did. Uh, Once Jake throws it in, I will pin it. But again, it's streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. So we can break down everything that you guys have to talk about or want to talk about today. And more. Again, we will save the Mandalorian talk for the end. Because I know a lot of people work jobs and are not able to watch at that random one in the morning time when it drops or whatever the fuck it is. Or if you're on the East Coast, it's brutal. Uh, Jake, where are you at? He's not even putting it in here. I'm trying to wait for you, Jake. Hmm. All right. Fine, fuck it. He didn't put it in here, so I'll just move on and it won't be pinned for night. now. Let's go into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, as I just said, and see what's going on in here so far today. Between yesterday's show and today's show, we got stuff coming in from a bunch of different people, including D Tam, who says... Uh, with massive support, DTAM, thank you so much, says, sorry you're getting kicked out during the holidays, thank you, hope you find an apartment soon, haven't been able to catch your shows live, but happy you're able to see your family, celebrate Hanukkah, and get pampered by your dad with food and tea on shows, DTAM, that is so sweet, thank you so much for the support, I really appreciate it, that means a lot to me, especially as I'm looking for this new apartment, I forgot all about the fucking deposits, and all of the like you have to buy new shit for the place because I'm, um, yeah, I'm like going to try to build a little studio in there and all this stuff is just costing a lot of money. So I really, really appreciate it and thank you for the help. Jake says I posted it twice. Jake, it's not in here. I don't see it. He said, don't forget to pin it. Is it weird that it's not showing up? Are you guys seeing it? Let me look on YouTube and see if I see it there. I posted it twice. You not? I don't see it in here at all. Does anybody else see it? Tell me if you're seeing Jake put the link because for some reason it's not showing up. I see you saying I posted it twice. I see you saying, hey, Thomas. I see you saying don't forget to pin the stream link to the chat. I see you saying, hey, Andrew. I see you saying, Joseph Ashley, let's save the for the end of the show. Uh I see you saying, hey, Manny. see you saying, sorry to hear that, Noah. I see you saying, y'all. I see you saying, no Mando spoilers till the end of the show. I see you saying, what up, what up? That's all I see. Everybody's saying they don't see the link. Jake, you tried to make it seem like I wasn't seeing it. Nobody's seeing it. That's the truth. Whatever. You guys know at the, this point at slash Roxy Stryer. Texas teacher knows that that's what it is because Texas teacher says, Hey, Roxy, still clean and sober. Yes. And once again, single. Oh, sorry, dude. My lady friend decided that she needed someone who could get their dick hard, but it's all okay because that is what is meant to be. I have two days of recording and then off to the woods. Bye for three weeks. Damn, Texas teacher. Well, we still have you for two days. And um, in terms of getting the dick hard, I know that right now you're going through it and you just don't know what you're feeling with sexuality and whatnot. You're going to find the right person and you're going to figure out what it is you want to do with your dick. And I, I just wouldn't put too much pressure on yourself right now, but I'm glad that you're going off to the woods and I hope that it is an excellent adventure for you. LD123 in the house says, hey coach, another great two shows yesterday and I received my first flowers in my dressing room. They were from Romeo asking me out for another date. Oh, I have five more shows until my next vocal rest where Romeo and I will stay in and eat and text. So cute. But I do need some advice for an audition. A while back, I did a Zoom audition. I wanted to, uh, and I was asked to come back in January for a callback and video test with my co-star. Wow, that's kind of a long distance away. They are shooting in Canada, but the callback is in California. With COVID the way with COVID the way, I'm not sure not so sure how safe I feel it is to travel right now. Should I ask if we could postpone till the numbers stop spiking? Do I just turn it down? It is for a hallmark movie and it could be big, but I don't know if it's worth the risk. Help, coach. All right, this is tough LD. Um, here's the thing you have to do what you feel safe with. You have to, but right now they're saying that grocery stores are as risky as airplanes. They have this technology on airplanes that is cycling the air, um, and filtering the air. And right now many planes are, um, like you have your whole road to yourself, and they're doing it as safe as possible. I just flew back out of necessity, but I felt perfectly safe doing it. I'm not recommending everybody do this because then the planes will be full. Um, but people who have to travel during this time for work or for personal reasons where they have to go, I right now felt very comfortable being on the plane. If they are flying you out, you might ask if they could get you two seats or upgrade you to first class so you have more space by yourself as the numbers are spiking. But I personally, and this isn't necessarily advice to you, just me personally, I would not turn it down because I didn't want to fly during this time um, as I would just be as safe as possible, do what I did, wear a shield, double mask, um, wear gloves if you need to, bring Purell, wipe things down, have it ride to and from the airport so that it's not just a random Uber if you can help it. All of those things, that will help. um, But other people might have different advice So I am hoping that you do what makes you feel safe and that you feel comfortable with, but that would be my, my advice. Hallmark movies can be really big. LD we're rooting for you. Hardcore. Keep us posted. Empty pixels says in the stream labs, labs slash Roxy Stryer. Well, it starts with part Hmm. empty pixels. It starts. Okay, here we go. Several parts. So I need your help. I have a female best friend I've known since kindergarten. A few years ago, we had the most amazing sex ever, but decided we value our friendship too much to pursue dating. I thought this would make our relationship awkward, but it did the complete opposite. We became closer than ever. We share everything, and I love that woman. Honestly, it's not even romantic anymore. I just love our relationship. Interesting. Now I'm in another relationship, and so is she but our partners are uncomfortable with how close we are. The truth is I understand why they would be suspicious, but we honestly don't have those kinds of feelings for one another. It's an incredibly difficult situation to be in because we both love the people we're with now, but I can't imagine living without my best friend. She's literally my second half and she feels the same. We've been respectful to the other, other's partners. Is it wrong that we do not want our friendship to end over this? I also don't want to lose my partner or her to lose her partner. It's been really killing me inside because she really loves this guy and I don't want to be the reason it ends. Help. P.S. We've been trying to lessen their concern by hanging out less. We basically went from hanging out all the time to a few hours a week maybe now, but that doesn't seem to work either for our partners. This is really tough, MD pixels. I'm somebody who has a lot of very, very close guy friends. Um, so I know this feeling of being with somebody who doesn't like that you're with the people you're close with. Um, however, the fact that you guys used to be intimate does make this even more complicated here. And I understand why they aren't liking what's ha what is happening or they feel concerned. I think you need to figure out here. What are your priorities? Unfortunately, sometimes in life, we can have our cake and we can eat it too. And sometimes in life, we can't. And so I think you need to figure out what you're willing to lose. What What is the thing you are not willing to lose? And you have to prioritize that thing. If at the end of the day, you are not willing to lose your best friend, then you have your answer there. And you prioritize your best friend. And you try to make it work with your relationship. But if that doesn't work, which likely it might not, then you know that you picked the priority that you had. But if, you, if the thing that you are not willing to lose is your partner, then you have to prioritize your partner. And sometimes in life, our partners are not okay with all of our life decisions and we have to compromise. And you need to find a way to make it with your partner so that maybe this person who's your best friend and you, maybe your partner's your best friend and this person is now, you guys develop a different relationship. So as somebody who's been a significant other before, I've never asked somebody to ditch any of their friends or change any situation. But I've also never been in a situation in which my partner is best friends with somebody they used to be intimate with. That's very challenging. So I don't think I would ask my partner that. But for you, if you really want to get what you want out of this, You have to figure out what you're prioritizing. So think about, is this partner really your life partner? Somebody who is asking you to not be close with your best friend or somebody who is not comfortable with the decisions you're making or who might be a little jealous. If you think this person is your life partner and you want to prioritize them, then that's what you have to do. But if you think it might not be, it's your best friend, man. So it's tough. That's tough. What's going on in the chat? Let's see what you guys have to say here. Bruce says, what a situation. Totally. Noah says, your partner shouldn't be asking you to get rid of friends. Mm, It's an interesting, I don't know whether that's right or wrong, but I've never done that. Legoland says, I have a bestie like that. I would never choose a romantic partner over him. He's my best friend and no partner should ever ask you to give up your friends. Seems like that's what a lot of you guys think. Manny says jealousy can be so strong, it can hurt any type of relationship. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. Uh, Noah says, yes, but a partner doesn't deserve you if they can't trust you. Hmm. Uh, DK says, agreed, Noah. I'll admit if I were the partner here, I'd be very uncomfortable. I'd never ask a partner to drop a friend. We'd have to work to a place of trust. It is really all about trust. It is. Jonathan says, tough situation. I agree. Principles and Promises says, I just wouldn't hang out with them alone. That could be a compromise. Um, but, you know, how do you not hang out with your best friend alone? Bruce says, shouldn't be with someone who doesn't trust you. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're being honest about the situation, like, really check in with yourself. Is this just your ride-or-die best friend and you really don't have feelings for them? Check in and make sure. Demo says, you should only... Um, dump friends if they're toxic Garth says if they don't feel they can trust you with a friend then the relationship has trust issues and it may not last hmm. simply Emily says that's a rough situation I feel like trust is really important also be open about all your emotions Morse code said you'd resent your partner over something like this it is possible it is possible all right. Well, that's the best advice that we can try to give you for now. Keep us posted. Hopefully it helps a little bit and uh, we're rooting for you. And uh, MD pixels. Thank you for sharing. We really appreciate your honesty and vulnerability here. Bad rabbit in here says happy Friday rocks. You often mention how you think black people and Jewish people should come together more. Why do you think there's so much separation between us? I've always wanted to learn more about the Jewish culture um but honestly i've always been afraid to do so because i thought i wouldn't be welcomed i know that may be weird thing to think but i'm kind of used to not being accepted in other communities so that often makes me avoid and not try to interact how should i approach learning more about your culture just wanted to get your thoughts love you roxy and winston can't invite you from the cookout uh you can always be my plus one. oh, you can't uninvite me maybe. That's awesome. Yeah. Winston, you can't uninvite me from the cookout. Um, bad rabbit, Bad rabbit, very fair question. I think Jews love sharing about their culture. So in general, that's obviously a generalization. We really, really like to talk about being Jewish. So you can ask us kind of anything. Um, and Jews are very open understanding people in general. Also, things like how we gave Hanukkah a whirl on Wednesday. Watch videos like that. Learn about the culture. Um, there's tons of stuff on YouTube. Or like just slightly educate yourself about the culture. And then we're really accepting group of people. Like We love people in general. And I think that why there's been such a divide is because society tries to pin us up against each other. Because they know their strength in numbers. And that we're two of the most persecuted groups of all time. So... They don't want us to join together a lot of the times. And so they make it very challenging to do so. Um, yeah, those are a, cu- a few of the reasons. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. And I love that you want to know about my culture. Um, and I think that that's, it's weird when I say my culture, because as if I have ownership over it, but the culture that I'm a part of. And yeah, I think that most Jews would be super duper here to help educate and, and bring you in. We love that. Thanks for asking. Glenn Caesar in here. That massive support says, hello, good afternoon, and happy Friday, Roxy. Love ya, as always. Thanks for taking the time to hang out with us. Peace, love, bunnies, and hugs to you and all the rock stars. Hopefully, it's a fuck-yeah news-filled day for us all. And I'd say that we had some night as... I'd say we had some night... I'll probably talk about Mandalorian. As always, hope that we can all find some joy in each of our days, our weeks, our months, and our years, never get. When it gets tough, we're not alone, even if we're by ourselves. The rock stars and world friends communities are here for you. Remember, everyone, you're kind, you're smart, you're important, you are worthy. So keep on being your awesome selves because I, we appreciate you. As always, smash cancer. Keep up the fight. smets, and everyone else who's battling, we're with you. I'm glad to hear about the home search to keep the daily reminders going because we need to keep saying it. So true. Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankinson, Jonathan Mattingly arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, all three of them for killing Breonna Taylor. If you watch the show every single day and you don't know their names, then you have not been paying attention. We need to keep talking about it because these people are, are fucking free. And that is insane. Also Lloyd Nance showing support in here. Thank you, Lloyd. You're awesome. My first super chatter ever coming in to show support again. He just says, Roxy. Hi, Lloyd. Chris Martinez in the house. Yes. In the Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Hey, Roxy. I officially graduate today. Yes, Chris. Just wanted to say thank you for everything you do from Clyder Live to Live with Roxy. You brought lots of laughs that helped me write all my essays. You rock, Chris. We're so happy for you. Everybody in the chat, send bunnies for Chris, who's fucking killing it. Happy graduation. We are so, so happy for you. That's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. Yes, Chris. Uh, Empty pixels, again, in the Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, it was only once years ago. I can't let go of my best friend, but I'm concerned about her guy, That would suck. But my partner making me pull away from her is making me unhappy. She's honestly just my best friend. It's nothing more. I think you need to talk to your best friend then and talk about what you guys are going to do. Like, be honest and say, this is our relationship. This is what's happening with our significant others. How do we want to handle this? Because you can tell her if she's your priority, let her know that. Um, And then figure it out from there. But yeah, you can't just make decisions for the both of you guys. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Thank you again for sharing. We really appreciate it. Oh, we're just rooting for you. It sounds like such a shitty situation. Just a tough one. All right. Jake Yakovina on the Stream Lab says, yep, looks like neither PLD nor I can post the link in the chat anymore for some reason. Shows up on our end, but it isn't visible in the live chat. Huh? Why would that be? Did I like click some weird fucking thing? Let's see if I can do it here. So... I don't know. What is it? HTTP. Let's see. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. That's the link, right? But I have to do it with the HTTP thing. Let's see if I can do this. I'm hitting copy. This is fun. Fun for everybody right now. Put it in here. Can you guys see that? And then I'm going to take that and pin the message. I wonder if that worked. You guys let me know. Let your girl know. All right, in the meantime, keep those Streamlabs coming. Keep those super chats coming. I don't think we've gotten any super chats yet today, but uh, you know, it's always an option. Oh, you guys see it. That's so weird that I could do it. And let's talk about some of the stuff going on in the world. I want to talk about this Twitter thing, guys. This is fucking weird. This is fucking weird. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I feel like this is a bigger conversation to be had. But Mashable released an article that says exclusive Twitter tests humanization prompts. In effort to reduce toxic replies, so if you are like me, you read that and you think, "What the fuck is a humanization prompt? Like, what what is that?" So if you don't know what this is, I would love guesses from you guys uh, about what that is. Because before I read the article, I was like, "Humanization prompt, like something that makes you more human, but prompts you to be more human." What? Apparently, and I guess. If you're guessing right now, then I'm about to spoil it for you in a couple of seconds. But apparently, it is for Twitter to have you remember that there are actual people on the other side, the company has begun a new testing feature dubbed as humanization prompts. And this started on Thursday, which was yesterday. And the goal is to improve conversational health on the platform. And as part of the test, some Twitter users will be presented with the shared interests and mutual followers of the accounts they're replying to. So in other words, humanization prompts aim to not so subtly point out what Twitter users have in common. So there was this picture that they released um, or that came with this Mashable article. I wonder if you guys are going to be able to see this. I'll zoom in. That looks like this. So if you're replying to somebody's tweet, um, then like on the reply to the tweet, you see at the bottom there how it's got that thing that happens. What it says is, you have things in common. You and Maria both follow the topics soccer, dogs, and rap. And that's what it would say so that it somehow humanizes the other person. I mean, this is fucking, this is fucking strange, right? This is really fucking strange. Um, I'll continue with this though. So, So it says that it aims to not so subtly point out what Twitter users have in common, but don't be surprised if you personally don't see the prompts, the test will only go into effect for approximately 10% of English-speaking Android users. So this is for Android users, only 10% and only English-speaking right now. Quote, this is coming from Christine uh, Su, who's the Senior Product Manager for Conversations at Twitter, saying, quote, it's human nature to feel wary when replying to someone you don't know in the heat of the moment, people can forget there's another human behind a Twitter account. By showing what we have in common, we hope to remind people of what connects us as a starting point, end quote. I mean, this is fucking mind-blowing. Like, I, I, can I just pause for a second and say, how about we be fucking real human beings? Like, like what the fuck? You're, how do you forget I'm sorry. It's just so not me. How do you forget that somebody's human? I know what they're talking about because people tweet at me like I'm not a real fucking person. With all this anti-Semitism that's been going on, whatever. People don't believe that people are real people. But you think they, that those people who are tweeting those things at me, if they knew that I liked soccer too, that they wouldn't tweet those things at me? This is so fucking weird. It is simply, Emily says, it's a little sad. People need reminders, Right. I'm not even saying that this won't work. I fucking think it won't, but what I am saying is that this is so fucking disturbing. This is so disturbing that in 2020, in order to try to prevent keyboard warriors, we need to remind them that we both like dogs. What the fuck? I saw this and was like, what is this? What is this? And and again, I can't even knock it because I'm like, this is the craziest shit ever, but it, I don't know. It's so crazy that it just might, might work in some way. Ah, the humanization prompt represents the latest in a long running campaign focused on so-called conversational health. was announced by Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey in 2018 on a Twitter thread in the effort to measure and subsequently improve the state of discourse on the platform it's been a bumpy one. Totally. Some efforts like limiting who can reply to, uh, to tweets and de-emphasizing troll-like behaviors have been well-received by Twitter users. Other like altering the retweet functionality to emphasize quote tweets were later abandoned. Throughout, however, the overall messaging has been relevant, like relatively consistent and lines up with the stated goal of humanization prompts. Quote, We hope this helps encourage thoughtful conversations between strangers on Twitter, end quote from Sue again. It's not exactly clear how long the test will run, but a Twitter spokesperson did explain how the company will judge whether or not the prompts will be considered a success. Twitter wants to see less toxic replies or a more thoughtful and more human connection on the platform. Uh, This makes me feel so weird and icky and strange that this is our world. Oh, I gotta get your guys' thoughts on this. Let me know, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer are right here in the chat, the super chat. How are you feeling about this Twitter situation? Does this make sense to you? Do you think this will work? Daryl says, "I think they're overreact. you're overreacting personally. Social media gets endless threats from governments to control its users, so they'll try anything. I'm not saying that it's wrong, Daryl. I'm just saying that this is nuts. I don't think I'm overreacting. I think this is wild. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it. I just think it's wild. Uh, no, they dress up as wrestlers, not actually wearing wrestling in a ring. Demo, what are you talking about here? What are you talking about here? Cause she says it's a great idea. Huh? I don't know. Oh darn. Will this, uh, out me as a replicant. If I don't have things in common with you humans, says Garth, that might happen. That might happen to all of us. I really, really don't know. Noah says, I mean, trying to get people to be nice on the internet is like trying to get cats. I think some people do get cats. Kate Van D says, uh, I say, go for it. Have to try something to stop being toxic. Yeah. I kind of feel that it's just wild. It's wild. Anthony says, I feel like people on Twitter are so negative and so toxic, which I hate. That's totally true. They are. Some people are great. Some people are not. Glenn says, I think it's just weird and kind of sad that it's come to this on social media. Yeah. Legoland asking the question that I've asked myself since hearing about this yesterday. How does Twitter know your interests? Now there's this part of Twitter that you can like follow specific things. Like, I follow D.C., And so, like, I get all those DC updates. Maybe that's how, or maybe by the algorithms, or they know what you've tweeted about, or what you look at, or what you heart. I don't fucking know. It's all scary. It's all, all scary all right let's move forward going back into the streamlabs. lab streamlabs.com slash roxy sir joker 40 says hey bffr just stopping in to show you some rocks joker loving oh thanks sir joker i really think you are you more pretty every day oh my god today is not that day but thank you anyway how's it being back on the left coast showing you with showering you with love stay phenomenal thanks sir joker On the left coast, it's good. It's good. Um sad to not be with my other family, but good to be here and back to work and just trailing trucking along. I love all coasts. I love every place I've ever been. So West Coast is amazing, left coast is amazing, East Coast is amazing, right coast is amazing. Uh Mark Jason Ali in here in the Streamlabs, Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Thank you for the support, Mark. You're amazing. Hi, Roxy. Good luck with your home search. Hope you're doing well and not too stressed about it. I want to congratulate you on excellent matches. That's spectacular. Your boys did great. So entertaining. Loved Mando and check out Flight Attendant. You won't be disappointed. That's actually on my list of things that I really want to watch. So I will try to check that out ASAP. And thank you for the congratulations. My boys are amazing. And I also loved Mando, but we will be talking about that in a little bit on this show. If you guys have things you want read out loud, don't forget Streamlabs.com slash Roxy or get in your super chats right now. Again, I don't think any super chats have come in yet today, but those Streamlabs are coming in and I appreciate it greatly. Quick situation I wanted to break down because this is another... Ugh. Some of these things that I talk about on the show, and I'm like, I know I planned the show, so why do I do this to myself? But some of these things are so challenging to navigate and so gross to talk about. And that must mean that I really love and trust you guys, because I just kind of in here say, fuck it, we're doing it anyway. And I talk about those things that probably get me canceled anywhere else. Um, but ugh, this is worth talking about. For those of you who don't know, Heather Morris, one of the co-stars of Glee, and Heather Morris is often outspoken on the internet, and often fans don't agree with what it is that Heather Morris has to say. But I saw Heather Morris was trending, and I thought, oh, she must be trending because they were doing this whole Naya Rivera thing, and so I clicked on it because I was excited to see what had happened. Um, I think they were doing like a tribute or a concert or song or something it was. So I clicked on it because Naya was trending too. And what I saw was actually the reason that she was trending was because she was calling out offensive tweets about um, Mark Salling. Who? Mark Salling. So for anybody who doesn't remember what happened with Mark Salling, um, this was a awful situation, really bad where Mark was one of the stars of Glee as well and he pled guilty to child pornography um charges and like was found with like so much child pornography and um after that after he pled guilty, he committed suicide. And so the situation as is is like just just catching you guys up on all that was just a woof woof situation um it, it was super dark and twisted and i don't think any of us in here support anybody who is into kitty porn um but also i don't think any of us want to watch people take their lives but before he took his life, it was very clear cut. Like, this guy is not a fucking good guy. This is an awful thing. And now he's more challenging to talk about after he's no longer on this planet. That being said, I will show you guys what happened And with Heather Morris. And this was kind of wild. So here is a tweet, a string of tweets. And in case you can't see this, no worries. I will read it to you. So Kevin McHale, who was also on Glee... Retweeted a post from Alexa at Mikha- Mikhail as Agron, so probably Kevin McHale and Diana Agron. Um, no, not not you. Oh my God, my Alexa is speaking to me now. So Kevin retweeted this quote that said, "This album goes hard though, and it's of um, got four different pictures on it. And if you see that picture in the top right, it is a picture of Mark Salling and his face has been covered by Alexa, stop. And his face has been Alexa, stop talking, please. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Mark Salling's face has been covered by the vomiting emoji. So that's what's happening here. Um, and Heather Morris responded and said, the vomit face on Mark's face is offensive. Okay. So, Heather believes that somebody putting this picture out of the Glee cast with Mark's face covered by the vomit emoji is offensive. Offensive. Uh, uh, it's just so... Like, I get that he was your co-star, and I get that you that he is is no longer with us, but he was also pled guilty to child pornography, and uh, that is worth a vomit on the face. Just blah, blah, blah. So, worth mentioning on this show that that happened, but also worth moving on very very quickly Legoland says sometimes it's best not to say anything at all eesh totally pink sweet says i literally don't care uh glenn says nah fam that ain't it uh yeah 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 Blah. Blah. all right let's go back into the streamlabs streamlabs.com slash Stryer. Let's talk to our friend Bed Rabbit again who says, so I work in IT and I can tell you personally that there is a ton of people who do not look at people as human. That's why people feel so comfortable voicing their thoughts because to them, they're talking to something that isn't real. I know. And that's crazy. I just am not like that, but I know that people are, and it's wild. Cinema Garilla says My grandfather, who was native Central American and spiritual, was invited into the Jewish temple via exiles and raised his daughters and myself with the customs until we settled on a woke mix of both, much like Bernie and Natalie Portman's anti Zionist style. Oh, interesting, cinema. Teach their own, and that sounds like it totally worked for you, and I'm happy to hear about that. So, thank you for those stream labs I also saw we got a couple of super chats come through spidey sensei 72 says gl on the apartment search oh good luck and I second about watching the flight attendant just finish episode eight before the show started oh wow damn all right uh then I must do it so joker 40 says super chat just so you have one best friend hashtag rocks joker <laughs> you're the best Sir joker <laughs> you guys are all the best I can't even lie uh ace money says 10 to 1 roxy doesn't even have an amazon device and quarantine has finally made her crack an amazon device oh no alexa is actually here i'm looking at her and she's a nightmare i didn't buy it for myself though i got it as a gift years ago and i did finally set it up this past year and honestly i really like it although it's incredibly creepy and starts talking all the time and it's just like fucking weird. Let's talk about Pfizer briefly before we talk about Mandalorian, and then we will wrap up the show. So get in your stream labs now. In terms of Pfizer, just mentioning where we're at currently, which is the fact that it is partially being distributed, although apparently they have so many things just waiting in in the garage, not a garage, uh, storage house, warehouse right now, waiting to be distributed because our government doesn't have its shit together, but it is starting to slowly, but surely get distributed. Mitch McConnell received a COVID-19 vaccine today. Obviously we are not the biggest Mitch McConnell fans, but the fact that it's getting to him is something. Nancy Pelosi, speaker of the house also received her Pfizer bio and tech COVID-19 vaccine today. This is from the attending physician of Congress. And this was this morning. Uh, McConnell said the office of the attending physician informed him he was eligible to receive a COVID-19 vaccine due to, quote, government continuity requirements, end quote. What do you guys think about them taking this? Do you think that this will make the country feel more comfortable taking this? Do you think that it's smart that our politicians are some of the first to take this? I talked to Grammy today and I was like, I want you to call your doctor and I want you to call the VA and see when are you and Papa eligible to take this? Because I'm pushing them to take it. There have been some side effects that are not great, but none of those side effects are as bad as COVID are keeping them inside for as long as we have. So yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how this ends up working out, but I was glad to see that even though I don't particularly like Mitch McConnell, honestly don't particularly like Pelosi either, uh, that they're taking the vaccine and this is really starting to roll out. But it is kind of, You know, at least they are not, like, young 25-year-olds getting this. But they are politicians, so that's why they're able to. Rob Fishbeck says, once again, rich politicians getting things first. Totally. Um, Andrew says, I know some people who are taking it who work in nursing. Yeah, that's true. But they should. You know, they should get it. Their lives are on the line for all of us right now. Nancy Pelosi is at least 75. She needs to take it. I don't know why that made me laugh. It wasn't a joke, but it just, yeah. I don't think it will change people's opinion in general, says Andrew. Okay. Everybody's got kind of different stuff on this one. Let me know how you guys are feeling. We are going to transition right now into Mandalorian talk. We are going to start spoiler free, and then we are going to get into spoilers. So we are still in spoiler free territory. But if you guys don't want to hear anything about Mandalorian, then now is a good time to leave. Uh, and reminder that please like this video, comment, all of those things. Go to Apple Podcast. Let me know how it is that you guys are feeling. Um, speaking of Apple Podcast, while people might be leaving because they don't even want the non spoiler talk, I will go over to Apple Podcast and let you know what is going on here. If we have any more reviews in the house, it's just live at the Roxy on Apple Podcast. And so far, we have received. Let's see, 42 reviews. So no new ones, guys. Let's get those in. You guys were doing so amazing at them. Our last one comes from December 8th. So get in those reviews, Apple Podcasts, please. And thank you. And goodbye to anybody who doesn't want to know anything about Mandalorian. Okay, non-spoilers. Non-spoilers on Mandalorian. Talking about that right now. In general, this will only be like a minute long because then we got to get into those spoilers. In general, Mandalorian was... This finale was the best episode ever. I mean, this is one of the greatest episodes of TV ever. I am obsessed with it. I think that this ranks up there with some of their greatest movies. I loved every twist and turn. I think that the characters were the strongest that they've been. I loved the post credit scene. I was emotional during this. It totally stuck the landing for me. It mm, mm, just worked. All around worked. In a season that I loved so many episodes, and I kept saying this is the best episode yet, this was the best episode yet. Season two of Mandalorian wipes the floor with season one, and I loved season one, but season two was great. This episode length, I think it was 47 minutes, was perfect. There was no fat to be cut. It was packed. And uh, yes, that's a hardcore yes from me. That's a yes from me, Mando. Yes, yes, yes. Now we're going to get into spoilers. So I'm not going to say this multiple times. Get the fuck out. If you do not want Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 8, Chapter 16, The Rescue spoilers, then you need to leave now. All right, we are getting into spoilers now. So in the chat, feel free, start spoiling away. Now is the time. Get it going. Um, whoa. I mean, holy shit, whoa. I, it's hard to even know. Obviously, the craziest part about this whole thing is Luke Skywalker. Like, and you guys know, every single week I come on the show and I'm like, I'm a casual fan. Give me Luke. Give me Leia. Give me Han. Give me Yoda give me Darth Vader. Like these are the characters that I grew up on and love, but never in my wildest dreams did I really think that we would get, and I don't even care that he was CG, that we would get a Luke motherfucking Skywalker Jedi, like the exact um, same hallway feel and sequence that we got from Vader uh, in, what was that? Is that in Rogue One? Like that in this with Luke to the point where when he's going through, I didn't even know, know it was Luke. I was like, oh, they're going to remove this hood and it's going to be some Jedi I've never fucking heard of that comes from Rebels or comes from um, Clone Wars. And I'm just not going to have any idea who it is. And then all of a sudden it's fucking Luke Skywalker. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And just all the other stuff leading up to this, like even without that, it was a sick ass episode because you don't know what's going to happen with Grogu. And then like, there's that moment with, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Giancarlo Esposito, Esposito, um, Darth, Darth, Mall is that his name? (laughs) Casual Star Wars fan. Whatever. That moment where like, he's like, I just needed Grogu for his blood. That's all I need was Grogu for his blood. You can take him. And you're like, he's just going to let him fucking take him? There's no fucking way. What? That makes no sense. He's just going to... Oh, Moff. Thank you. Moff Gideon. <laughs> what did I say it was? Darth... Oh, no. Darth Maul is not Moth Moff-, Moff Gideon. That's his fucking name, Rox. Casual. Um, Moff Gideon. Sick. Him being like, yeah, go ahead. And then just like i was like holy shit yeah because you're bad dude so you're gonna trick them because you lie because that's what you fucking do Yeah, darth maul's the red guy totally totally with the black stripes no i'm with it i'm with it i just forget their names sometimes you know whose name i don't forget luke fucking skywalkers because he's like oh gee that's him it's him that's the dude so yeah i thought that was great um i'm also really interested in whatever this uh w- i've just angered a lot of nerds as murder i know this is why i don't go on shows to talk about star wars because i love star wars so much but i don't know shit um i love what's going on with uh Katie sackoff's character let's see if i can come up with her name uh um ma m- wait hold on i know this one <laughs> give me a hint guys her name is. She comes from one of the other series too, ton Bo-ka, Bocaton Boca Bocaton, right? I think I got that, Bocaton. Yeah, Bocaton. Yes, rock. Oh, good, I got that one. Holy shit! Um, what's going on with like the dark saber and Bocaton and like I love I love the fact that uh Mando's just like, yo take it. And she's like, I can't. He's like, I don't want it. I yield. I don't fucking want this thing. I'm not playing games. I don't give a flying fuck. Like, just take it. And she's like, I can't. I can't. And, um, not Darth Maul. Duff Gideon. Moff Gideon. (laughs) Moff Gideon's like, she can't. This is how it goes. And it's just like, oh, you little shit with your fucking gun. Just a little fuck fuck. Um, oh, so good. So good. And then... After all of this, to get that post credit scene, that post credit scene. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And is that going to be season three or is that not going to be season three of Mando and that's going to be its own spinoff? I don't know. I don't know. I like this, like. Idea that that could be its own spinoff, but I also would be okay with that being season three. I know a lot of people wouldn't be, but I am. I'm okay with it being two shows. I'm okay with it being one show. I'm okay with anything they throw at me because, like, you guys have now proven yourself, and I have no problem with that. Also, going back, um, okay, what's the girl's name? I really like. She is. Uh, um it's like septis keptis meptis Uh, um what's her name (laughs) she i believe voices mulan um hmm, you guys know what i'm talking about whatever she's dope too i like her a lot she's fucking cool and i think we saw that she's gonna be popping up in other things as well isn't it like with an E-S at the end? No, not Sasha Banks, not Cara Dune, not Gina Carano. The other dude, uh, Ming-Na, yeah, what's that? Fennec, Fennec! Thank you, Fennec. What I call her, Septus? So spot on. I'm just nailing this review across the board. This is what it looks like to be a casual Star Wars fan, but to be passionate about absolutely everything I see. That's how I feel. I love this fucking show. This episode was bomb.com. I was here for this. Yeah, Fennec's dope. And I like her a lot. And I want to see more more Fennec in this Boba Fett possible spinoff or whatever it is. Book a Boba. Like, bring on Book a Boba and have Fennec there. Book a Boba and Fen-Fen. This is how it works. Yeah. Nailed it. Anyway, I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with Mandalorian. I love this episode. I thought it was great. I'd be curious to see what happens on all different paths. And I'm glad that it seems like you guys loved it too. Especially that part with Darth Maul, though. You know, that was really, really something. Um, all right, before we get out of here, a couple more things going on in the Streamlabs Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Uh, D train says book of Boba. It's book of Boba Fett. So, book of Boba. Book of Boba is clearly the cute abbreviation that I've given for it. Not Moana Mulan. I said Mulan. Did I say Moana? No way. I meant Mulan. If I said Moana, I really meant Mulan. I said Moana? There's no way. That would be bizarro. <laughs> No, the girl who played Moana, like, did that whole Grammys and Emmys thing. It was wild. Rob Fishback likes Bookaboba. It's a better title. I agree. She said Mulan. Yeah, I said Mulan. Why are you guys giving me shit? Why, Morse Code? Why? It's because I butchered everybody else's name. (laughs) Uh, Roxy, that's you referring towards I love her, too. She's badass yeah she is fennec is dope fennec is to- totally dope not to be confused with baba duke yeah yeah book boba i got tear up and cry a lot of people were crying yeah may the force be with you that luke moment luke there it is all right that's pretty much it for our star wars mandalorian talk thank you guys for joining me here Uh, A few things going on in the Streamlabs. Like I said, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Garth McMurray says the spectacular Star Wars match, so still Star Wars, between Alex Damon of Rockstars and Ace Cabrera of Swag goes public on YouTube at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern. That's um, in like five minutes. I saw you were with Brad and Jen. Will the new name for uh, really be Stars with a Z? Well, that may be conflict with Stars Cable Network. I have no idea. Ask Christian. I have no idea. Cinema Garia says, regarding Jewish and black people, for my research, while Jews are either ethnically Middle Eastern or ethnically Eastern European, Ashkenazi, the queen of Sheba, Yemen area, married Jewish king so- Solomon, which they then gave way to the Ethiopian black Jews. Also, shout out to modern celeb Jews of color via mixed parents like Tracy Ellis Ross, David Diggs, Doja Cat, Eric Andre, plus many other non-visible uh, JOC out there. Choose a color. That's great. Uh, representing the struggles, represent- representation matters. And shout out to Roxy for always rapping. Cinema Garia, I love that comment. You rock. What a great way to go out on this show. Uh, if you guys have things that you want to say about Mandalorian, or about anything we talked about, just don't leave spoilers in the chat after the fact. We don't want to be those dickheads who spoil this, but let me know. What are you guys thinking about this new Twitter thing? Leave a comment about that. I really don't fucking know how to feel. How do you feel about the Heather Morris calling the Glee fan offensive for the Mark Salling post? What do you think about who's getting the Pfizer tests? Um, Did you love this episode of of Mandalorian? And then I just called it Andalorian. I have to get the fuck out of here. Much love you guys. Can't wait to see you guys tomorrow live at The Roxy and every other day. What are we on? 270. Glenn, you let me know. 276, 277, 278. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. I muted my mic just in time for that sneeze. Glenn Caesar says, Congrats to Steph on joining Kalinowski and Christian for the new Star Wars show on SEN. Steph's the beast. I'm so happy for her and all the things that she's working on uh and yeah speaking of which you can find us on world girls on sunday night and uh Steph's going to help me look at this apartment now too so thank goodness for her all right love you guys lots. put down the toilet seat make your bed be good people stay smart and stay uh smart and sane start and sane. 156 impulse last thing in the stream streamlabs.com slash roxy tries says i love star wars i'm so happy right now roxy you're amazing hugs thanks i love star wars too even though I confuse the characters sometimes, it is what it is. Uh, much love, everybody, and I'll see you guys tomorrow live at the Roxy.